today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. It's Lions Lair time. Of course, the uh, gala for the uh, Lions Lair 2017 competition is coming up in just a few days. Uh, if you haven't got your tickets yet, too bad, so sad. It's sold out. Told you. I told you a couple of weeks ago to get the tickets. It's uh, going to be up at Carmen's Banquet Center, and of course they'll announce the winners uh, in, uh, well, it could be a number of categories. It could be one grand prize winner, it could be three or four winners, we don't know. That's that's really up to the Lions, up to the judges. Now, the next day, we will be broadcasting from the Innovation Factory on Longwood Road at uh, the McMaster Innovation Park, and uh, we'll interview the winners and a number of the other folks that uh, are involved in the competition this year. It's always great. It's uh, become an annual tradition in the program. And uh, we'll be doing that in just a little while. Right now, though, we're introducing you to those finalists. Uh, we started the show last week and uh, continue it with uh, five more this week uh, to give you all ten of them. And uh, to that point, we are so pleased to welcome Emily Rudo to the program. First of all, thanks for coming in today. It's great to see you. Thanks for having me, Bill. Now, okay, tell <laughs> me the name of your company. Oneric. Oneric. Yeah. And it's uh, Oneric Hockey. Uh, with hockey season upon us, or just about upon us right now, uh, hockey registrations are ongoing right now. This is very timely. Now, you were telling me just before we started the segment uh, that uh, this uh, this is, is near and dear to your heart. You're a hockey player. I am, yep, for 20 years. How'd you get hooked on it? I actually used to watch my brother play, and um, I started with figure skating. I got figure skating uh, skates and any um, any hockey <laughs> coach will tell you that anybody who learns figure skating is that much better a hockey player because yeah. you're, no because <laughs> you learn how to use yep. e- edges and blades right so that's how I learned and then I saw I was dragged to my brother's games and <laughs> then I was like I want to be on there oh nice this looks awesome and I bet I could beat all their butts so <laughs> I and, uh, decided and? to uh, to join and haven't looked back since <laughs> well I mean I, I get to interview Becky Keller uh, from the Canadian national team uh, just after they won she's from Hagersville of course just south of here and Haley Wickenheiser and so many others women's hockey has really taken off I mean it's fabulous I think to see all of a sudden the popularity that it's it's, it's starting to enjoy now yeah absolutely good stuff so where do you play do you still play now I assume yeah I still play I play in Toronto uh, called the Sirens League Oh, okay. Yeah. All righty. Yeah. And what position do you play? I play right wing. Okay. How many goals you got? Th- well, it's too <laughs> early this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Enough about that. I want to talk about this and 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 what you have done here with Oneric, which, by the way, you were telling me is uh, there's a significance to that name. Yeah, Oneric uh, is a Greek word and it means to dream. To dream. That's right. Okay. And you've been a dreamer and you turn those dreams into reality. That's right. Nothing wrong with that. That's fabulous. <laughs> so come up, tell me about the product and, and how you develop. Well, first of all, tell me about the product because I'm, I'm really intrigued by this. Okay. So we actually have uh, two products, one for players, one for goalies. So they're innovative base layer apparel that have added convenience, safety, uh, and performance features. Um, so our flagship product, um, for it's called the Origin for Players. It has um, a built-in jock or jill and, and Velcro sock holders. And then the novel patented features are the shin pad pocket. So players can just slide their shin pad into the, the pocket. It holds it secure. They don't need any um, sock tape. And then there's also uh, padding at the back of the leg and calf to protect from slashes and pucks, uh, as well as a built-in cut-resistant ankle so they don't have to buy the Kevlar socks. They're just built in there. Uh, And then the goalie model um, has all the same safety features as the Origin. It's called the Genesis, uh, except it doesn't have any shin pad sleeves, and it also has a silicone grip above the knee to prevent the knee pads from sliding down. Where were you when I needed you, when I was playing (laughs) hockey? Do you know how difficult? Well, you don't, because it, but back in the day, 
uh, I was a goalie, and 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 of course, it, you know, it takes an awfully long time to put all the the the, the padding on, etc. And you're right, everything shifts. Uh, and and I thought, well, there's got to be a better way. And 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 clearly, you've developed that. And then when my son was playing hockey, I mean, I'm like a lot of hockey parents. I went through this whole routine, and uh, I, I don't know if your folks did, but you certainly did when you were starting out when you were playing hockey. You know, it's 6 o'clock, it's Saturday morning, you've got to go to hockey practice, and what do you have to do? First of all, you get the kid out of bed, and, uh, and they don't want to get out of bed because it's Saturday morning. And there you are, half, you know, drinking your coffee, half awake, and you've got to put the equipment on. And you're right, everything shifts. I mean, how do you keep the shin pads in place? How do you get this and that? Uh, this is this is ideal. This is fabulous. Now, uh, you've played the game, so you, you're used to all of this stuff. When did the light go on to say, wait a minute, wait a minute, there's a better way to do this? Yeah, so I actually came up with the idea. I took um, an entrepreneur class at uh, Laurier when I was doing my BBA, and the premise of the class was to come up with an idea um, based on a passion or um, something you're you're really interested in, and um, I came up with the concept for the the product in that class. But it stemmed from um, you know, as I mentioned, playing hockey since I was eight, and I really hated the process of getting dressed, putting on thirteen or more different pieces of equipment, and then leaving my games with uh, lower body injuries because of the areas that were left exposed at the back of the leg. Um, so just the light bulb came on. I was sitting in my class and. I started Googling like a mad person and I didn't find anything. And I was like, hmm, this could be a really interesting idea. And then I pitched it to my my classmates and um, I got the most votes in the class. And and after that, um, the whole the rest of the class, you were to create a business plan and um, with a team. And after I graduated, I got a small grant and decided to continue going with it. Now, here's the thing. When I talk to past Lions cont- contestants and even the winners on, in past years, I always get to that. And I said, oh, look, this is the innovative idea. This is this is the right side of the brain, you know, the, 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 the visionary uh, that the comes out. But then there's the other side. You have to have the business case. But you were already doing that. That's what you were at, at, in, at Laurier for in the first place, right? Yeah. You, you were developing that business acumen at the same time. That's right, yeah. So so you, you had both pieces of the puzzle already there. To an extent, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, no, I, nobody can get this done by themselves. Yeah. But, but, you know, the excuse always was in the past, you know, yeah, okay, that part should be protected. and everything, But for the sake of speed and agility, et cetera, we just can't do that. You've, uh, you've overcome that obstacle. <laughs> yeah, it took some time. <laughs> okay, how about design, though, uh, to, to come up with something like this? So you've got the idea. Now you've got to you've got to put something on paper and you got to develop a prototype that's actually going to look good and work. How did you do that? So I actually, after I graduated, I moved to Toronto and I got a full time job. And my roommate actually happened to be um, in fashion design and she's a seamstress. So she, I convinced her. Uh, <laughs> she was reluctant, but to help me create my first prototype, taking drawings because I'm not a technical designer whatsoever. Um, so she helped me put together my first prototype. We went to Queen Street uh, in the fashion district in Toronto. Ah, of course. Picked up some uh, fabric. We grabbed some padding out of a life jacket <laughs> and we just <laughs> threw together our first um, very interesting looking prototype. Um, but then I took that to an actual technical designer actually here in, in Hamilton. They're called Nico Apparel. Uh, and they helped me refine the idea, um, create tech packs and, and make it ready uh, to commercialize for market uh, and to take to a manufacturer to produce in bulk. Uh, now that you know sounds like a short process, but it was a five-year process. I know, but look, at, <laughs> but you've, you've basically eliminated this, this ridiculous 
ridiculous idea, for instance, for people to play hockey, uh, taping shin pads to your your, your, your legs, because there's no other way to keep them up. I mean, people have tried everything. You know, there's they've tried, you know, whatever you can to try to find this sort of thing. To, you know, whether it's Velcro or something else, it doesn't work because that's not strong enough. So it's always tape. Well, that's that's silly. I mean, you've been to dressing rooms, and, of course, you know, there's how many – Eight miles of tape after every hockey game, right? For everybody that's taped up and they're taking everything off right now, you, you've pretty much thrown that away. That's that's old school now, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> fabulous idea. <laughs> Thank uh, you. And and now, how does it work? Now you develop the prototype right now. Then obviously, you you've got to do some sort of, a, I, I guess, an exercise to develop whether or not this is actually going to be effective, and maybe uh, just as importantly. Will the player feel comfortable? Because you know how a lot of these things are. They say, no, it, it just doesn't feel right. I'm not going to wear that. Yeah, that's right. We um, we got focus groups actually together uh, where we rent out ice and get, you know, 20 or more kids to come try out the product and give us feedback. And we'd survey teams and, and find out, you know, um, what was most important to them when they're when they're buying equipment, price, safety, uh, etc. Um, so we did a lot of uh, due diligence and testing throughout the whole process. Um, and then, of course, on myself, because I wouldn't wear, I wouldn't sell anything um, that I wouldn't wear in my mm-hmm. own games and love. So um, it did take quite a bit of time. We did over 100 tests and created over 50 prototypes um, throughout that process and, and got a lot of market feedback, which we incorporated into the product. It's very well thought out. Um, there's some smaller features that only a hockey player would know. For example, um, there's a flap at the bottom to allow players to pull the shin pad over the tongue of their skate if they choose to do so, so it's not glued to their 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 leg. And we also added a silicone grip around the um, waist to prevent the knee pad or the shin pads from sliding down because they they're heavier. So those type of ideas were incorporated later on as we as we did the testing. Now, how much of the body are you actually covering here? Uh, so it's just the pants. It's just the bottom half so for now. So waist down. That's right. Yeah, waist, waist down. down. Uh, the other stuff, well, they've made some innovations about that stuff in the last little while. I mean, shoulder pads are different. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, when, when we were kids in the 60s playing hockey, I mean, shoulder pads were essentially felt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and that was with a little bit of leather maybe right here at, at the top of the shoulder, and that was it. The rest of it, you were on your own. Uh, I remember talking with Jerry Cheevers, who's a Hall of Fame goaltender, of course, played for the Bruins for many years. And and he said, you know, he said every shot hurts because the equipment just wasn't that good in those days. Yeah, and yeah. you had guys like Bobby Hall and everybody shooting pucks at them at a hundred miles an hour, and you get bruised. And and the equipment has changed considerably, but nobody paid much attention to the lower half. I mean, they they did okay chest protectors and the arm things are different now, but the shin pads were the shin pads and the pants were the pants. They tried to do that. Do you remember the uh, the, the the pants they wore? A couple of teams wore back at the Cooperalls. Yeah, yeah, eighties. Yeah, them. <laughs> hated them. They looked awful. I just didn't like them. But that was the right idea, though, wasn't it? To incorporate everything all in one. Yeah. So we don't say that it actually replaces any equipment. It just helps streamline sure. the process of getting dressed. So they still get dressed traditionally with the socks over top, yeah. but it doesn't change the way they look on. Oh the yeah. Ice. Once they step on the ice, it's a, oh that's a that's hockey right. player, but yeah. it's what's underneath that counts. Yeah. Exactly. In, in this particular case so so how did you win people over i mean when you know when you first decided okay fine we're going to have to make a presentation here and somebody's going to have to finance this thing uh, i know that for instance all the lines there folks uh, have great help here from the innovation factory and folks like this because you got to get hooked up with people don't you oh yeah absolutely how did that go 
um, in terms of investment. Yeah, I mean, to, to win people over like that. Was there an aha moment where they said, what a great idea? <laughs> or did, was there a big sell job involved? Yeah, it was a it, it was a grind to find our first financing, especially for um, our first order of inventory that we had to bring in. So a lot of it was uh, my own personal finances that I put in from working full time for five years. Um, I convinced some family and friends and other crazy people that believed in me <laughs> at the time. Um, but I sold them on the concept that you know, especially with parents with younger kids or. Um, on the two, the two big things are convenience, getting their kids dressed quickly, and then also safety. And those two big things um, help sell people uh, pretty easily. The challenge is it's not the most easy <laughs> or easiest uh, product to describe uh, and explain. So that was that's been a challenge, but. Um, just selling them on the main features helped me. Yeah, I, but but you just touched on something, especially for hockey parents, uh, which may be your best market. Don't try to convince the the players themselves. I mean, they're they're they're, they're fine. But it's the parents who actually usually dress those kids or help them get dressed anyway, whether it's at home before the game or the practice. Uh, I mean, let's face it, a lot of kids show up at the arena right now and they've got everything but the skates on. Yeah. So that's all done at home. So you're you're probably eliminating hours of frustrating, <laughs> or frustration exercise with parents trying to get all this stuff together right now. Uh, and the kid at the same time is going to feel comfortable in this. What's, what's your vision? Where do you see this going? Uh, well, we want to continue creating more lines of base layer. Um, specific to hockey right now, um, we're also looking into moving into other sports. Um, there's a few uh, unmet needs there as well. Um, our focus right now is to get this product off the ground and really established before we move into uh, new products, but we do want to continue continue our line. Where are you right now? There's, there's already production going on right now. Um, uh, it'd be great if uh, if all of a sudden you could get some sort of a, uh, you know a company on side that's going to say yeah you know what we'll handle this stuff we'll do the marketing for you we'll we'll get things out there I mean I, I, that's the, the big step right now is is mass production I guess and getting that out there uh, to sporting goods stores places like that yeah so we actually received our second order of inventory um, this this summer great so we're now in 40 stores in Canada as well as the U S and next year we're looking to really scale by um, placing a massive order and getting into some of the larger retail stores in Canada. So when you win this competition, <laughs> always think positively, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, when you win this competition, and of course there's there's going to be services in kind and some cash, et cetera, like that. Where, where do you see the company going with that, with an Eric? Uh, with, the, with winning? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, to the investment, the help that you're going to get right now, who would you lean on? Um, right now, um, where we would put the funds or what we'd really need help with is raising money for our next order of inventory so we can get that scalability. That's a big one. And also there's a whole other challenge uh, selling in retail, um, competing for floor space against yeah. other sports and other competitors and really standing out. Um, we are positioned as a premium product. Um, and so, and we also don't, we're not a well-known brand yet. So that's a challenge in itself by, you know, winning, we invest in some great point of purchase display where we could have self-selling on the retail floor uh, and not rely super heavily on the sales training or sales staff at the stores. Um, and then we're also working on an endorsement deal, which I can't talk too much about right oh, now, on, but with, with, a, with a Canadian hockey legend. Um, so we're, we're discussing details right now, but that's something that um, we need a little bit of funding for. You can whisper well. to me. Give me, <laughs> give, give, me, give me the initials. You just have to wait. Give me the initials. Uh, what's, what's price point like? I feel like Kevin O'Leary when I'm asking you these yeah. things. Is it affordable though for families? It is, yeah. It's uh, $99 for our youth line and 129 for senior. 
All right. Well, the skates are like $8,000 alone, so I mean, that's not too bad at all. Good luck with this. What a great idea. Thank you uh, so much. I'm, I'm always blown away. I mean, a lot of the stuff that comes through Lions Lair are, are you know, there's there's techie stuff, and and it's very, very worthwhile about coding and things like this. And then you come along, Emily, and this, what a practical idea. And it says, it, this is going to be a, a, a lifesaver for an awful lot of hockey parents and, and kids as they get older, too, and still want to play the game. It's called Oneric Hockey, and uh, I got a feeling I'll be talking to you as one of the the winners when we do the show in a couple of weeks from down there. Good luck with this, and thanks for coming thanks in today. Thanks so much, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.